Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Kyle. How are you? Good, good. Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, Happy New Year. Are we allowed to say that? I mean, we're kind of far into the new year. But it's our first show back. It is our first show back. I'm glad you said Happy New Year and not Happy New Year's. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) A little semantic issues over there. But yeah, Happy New Year uh, to everyone. And... uh, we have got some great folks to talk to, some new businesses in the area uh, to share uh, information about. And, of course, we'll be checking in with uh, Din News. Uh, we're not going to have Good Food Market today. Casey's busy with a big delivery coming into Good Food Market, so I'm sure that means lots of good stuff um, at Good Food Markets. I uh, want to start off, of course, as always, by thanking our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It is their grant dollars to us that allows us to put on this show and um, and to bring all the good opportunities we have to small businesses throughout the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor. Uh, so thank you to DSLBD and DHCD. Um, and while we're talking about those agencies, it is the beginning with the new year. It is the beginning of budget season. Yay, fun stuff. Yeah, so we're already looking at um, FY19 for for budget hearings. Um, the, the D.C. Council always starts off the year with uh, budget oversight hearings. Um, so uh, to all of our listeners, this is, once again, your opportunity to take part in the, in the governmental process here. Um, it... In these oversight hearings, in each agency, each D.C. agency has an oversight hearing. Uh, this is your opportunity to go in and testify in front of the council um, as to how you feel like the agency is doing. Um, kudos are always welcome if you feel like there are ways that any of those agencies can do a little bit better with taxpayer dollars. This is your opportunity to go and talk about it. So the oversight hearings are happening. Uh, I think they're gearing up pretty soon. You can check dccouncil.us, dccouncil.us, and uh, look at the hearing schedule. That will be followed up by uh, budget hearings for the new uh, proposed budget. And um, just just stay tuned to dccouncil.us to know what's going on um, with your tax dollars and how they're being spent at the D.C. agencies. Okay, Um, and after this brutal cold, it is never too early, particularly after brutal cold, to talk about this big spring event for Rhode Island Avenue, which is Porch Fest. Yay. Yay. So this year it will be on Saturday, April 14th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Is that right? That sounds short. That's not right. I think it's 10 to 6 maybe. No. No? Um, Let me get back to you on that. That time it's coming frame. up though. Just mark, just mark, the just calendar. mark April fourteenth, Saturday, April fourteenth. Uh, you can head over to our website riamainstreet.org uh, and click on our events, and you'll see all the information. And we have just opened um, performer registration and um, porch res- rev- 
Reservations. Registration. So if you have um, a residential porch or a business porch uh, on or very, very near the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Corridor, uh, and you would like to host some performances during the day on April 14th, um, please sign up. And if you are a performer in the in the district, in the DMV area, Maryland, Virginia area, um, please um, please sign up. We would love to showcase your talent on Rhode Island Avenue. All right. That's enough with the announcements from me. You got any news to share? No, but it is time for the news. Very good. Aaron Deneu. Hey, Aaron. Thank you, Michelle, Kyle, and happy the new year. Oh, very oh, nice. See what you <laughs> did there? Bump, bump. Yeah. Happy new year. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I'm Aaron Denu, and this is Denu's a uh, short talk about uh, history uh, in our area and to remember those who came before us. So today, we're talking about the gym that we have located right off of Rhode Island Avenue, a 40-acre park called Langdon Park, which... In many ways, we get the neighborhood, that section of the neighborhood, its name from. And this is a very, very old, old area of town. So if I want to paint a picture going back at least 500 years, this was an area where we had Native American settlements. And if you think about how close we are located to the Anacostia River, the water source was a a real key aspect of that. But if you know anything about the Anacostia River, you may have heard of the Hickey River Run, and which is an, actually an underground waterway that starts at the Anacostia and makes its way towards Langdon Park. Well, 500 years ago, this was above uh, certain sections. Now it's been relocated underground in many ways. So you can think about that area we have that uh, is Langdon Park and the waterways that flowed through that. And there are still, to this day, archaeological uh, findings that are being found right there within that park. Today, uh, the park is a 40-acre municipal park, which is quite quite distinct in the fact that we don't have very many large parks like that in this uh, particular area of town. And this is an area that hasn't been developed. It hasn't been touched. There's been zero development that's happened on it. Uh, really, right around the, the time about 1630, 1632, King Charles of England granted the the land to the first Lord Baltimore, who really established this early uh, area as a site for the new settlers that were moving into the town. And over the years, uh, the park has changed in little ways. Uh, New oak trees have sprouted, and we've had different uh, waterways that have been carved out just, again, through the natural waterways that have been coming off the Anacostia River. So you had today you have this beautiful 40-acre park that has so much history that has come before it. So when we're out there today, you know, this park is the site of our brand-new Woodridge Library that sits right on the corner of the park. It's the site of the Chucktown Horseshoe Pits. It's the site of a, a very large tennis court area. It's the site of a playground area. We have a rec center there. We have a skate park that has history that's tied with Tony Hawk, actually. We have outdoor baseball, uh, basketball courts. We have a dog park there. It's, in my opinion, the best public swimming pool in the entire city. It's almost like your own private country club there. And then additionally, we have a lit football, soccer, and baseball field combined facility. And on top of that, we have a brand new community garden. So you think about all the different ways that this park has been used over the years, including being the site of a uh, last-ditch skirmish attempt uh, during the War of 1812 before the British 
marched down, there was a small fortification that happened right, right outside of Queen's Chapel, right there in that park. In fact, at one point, the park was also tied to uh, stories from the Queen's Chapel days when one of the Queen's Chapels was actually burnt down, and the inhabitants of the church ran down to the bottom of the hill to get the water that was running from Hickey River run down there at the bottom. So one of the things that you should do is when you're walking through the park today, down by the playground, take a look at those uh, storm gates and, and, and listen, and you can hear uh, the river that's flowing underneath uh, the park itself. And just kind of remember of all those folks that came before us, including dinosaurs uh, that are have been found and elements of them that have been found closer towards the Bladensburg area, and just kind of think about all that stuff that's come before us. Wow. Uh, that's it for today's The News. Wow. And Langdon Park has got the uh, 9-11 Memorial uh, Grove there. Uh, one of our neighbors, uh, Cheryl Dixon, uh, took the lead on that to um, plant several beautiful trees uh, in memory of the victims of 9-11. That's amazing. And one more thing, and I, and I say this for the last because this is maybe one of the most popular elements of the park Every year, thousands of folks uh, flock to the park to go to the Chuck Brown Memorial, I was going to which say is that. now hardly situated yeah. in the middle of the park. And what a what a fantastic day that is! It's usually in late August. It's celebrated right around Chuck Brown's birthday, and now we have this beautiful memorial that really talks about his upbringing, and it's it's packaged with a, a lighted memorial, which is pretty cool. But every year, I think one of the, probably the highest attended events in all of Award 5 has got to be this Chuck, oh, Chuck Brown Down concert, which is just fantastic. Yeah. So uh, he was rumored to have played uh, there down at the bottom of the park. and uh, I don't a, think there's a place he hasn't played in D.C. That's probably right. <laughs> or that's he probably, hadn't that's played probably right. in D.C. So. so what a special place we have yeah. right here next to us. So thank you so much. As Thanks. always, great information, Aaron. Thank you very much. Neighbor Aaron Deneu with Deneu's. Thank you very much. Thanks, Aaron. Okay, and now it's time to talk with a new business owner right here on Rhode Island Avenue, Kim Moore from Fitness Snob. Welcome, Kim. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, and Happy New Year. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> not, not Perfect New time to Perfect. talk about fitness. It is. People start thinking about their goals and how to get fit for the new year. Yeah. So I'm I, excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. Tell me uh, a little bit about uh, your business and the name. The name is interesting, Fitness Snob. How'd you come up with that? So the business is Fitness Snob Studio, located at 617 Rhode Island Avenue here in Northeast. And the name came really from um, really being specific and particular about your fitness experience. So it's not about judging anybody else. So I know the name often seems a little... Um, extra snobbish, but it's really about knowing your preferences for fitness and where you like to work out and what motivates you. So it's okay in that term, in those terms, to be a fitness snob. So tell us about what fitness snob is going to be, because it sounds like from what I saw on the website, it's not going to be a typical gym. Right. It's a um, so fitness snob studio is being built out as a commercial space that's for use for independent um, fitness instructors. So it really has two purposes here. One, it's a great fitness option for the people in the area. We don't have a lot over here, so it's a great place for people to come and take classes. Um, The second um, goal is to help more people become entrepreneurs. So there are so many independent fitness instructors who don't have spaces to teach their classes. So they end up just at a regular gym making a very minimal amount of money 
for um, a packed class. They may be bringing in 30 people and making $40 a class, and they've developed that following. So they can actually take those people who follow them and come to the class because of them and hold their own classes at our studio. So we charge a per-class fee, um, and then they get to charge their students whatever their appropriate rate is. And so they have an opportunity to make significantly more money and take their side hustle as a fitness business into a full-time job. So are you looking to have people come regularly, like a regular Zumba class, let's say, a regular instructor once, twice a week, however? Yep. So instructors, we um, are looking for instructors who are looking to have a schedule of classes. While we do offer drop-in options, too, if somebody wanted to have a one-time event, we have that as well. But we're looking for people who want to schedule ongoing classes. So they want to have a class every Monday at 6 o'clock. We'll be able to accommodate that. We also have a full um, scheduling system. So if they already don't have a way to accept payment from their students, we have that set up where they can use our system to do that. And then, again, all the fees from the classes go directly to the instructor. So they just pay for the use of the facility. Yes. What types of uh, equipment would you have available in the studio, or would they have to bring certain things? So it's group fitness, and it's every. I mean, you can teach almost any format except for um, big equipment type format. So we won't have spin bikes. So we're not competing with the soul cycle. We don't have treadmills. So it won't be a com- competition with orange theory or Barry's boot camp. but we will have, um, um, hand weights. So people can do all types of weight classes. We will have the bars where people have the interchangeable plates, um, for group fitness, we will have steps, so you can teach step classes. And, of course, we have mats for yoga classes as well. Um, instructors who are interested in teaching other things, if they have specialty equipment, they can bring it in. Um, and then depending on what their agreement is, so how many classes they want to teach, we have an option for storage as well. So, Kim, are you planning on teaching any of these classes? I'm not. I'm a huge fitness enthusiast, but I'm a better student, I think, than okay. maybe an instructor. All right. And, and, to- and apparently entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, how did you get into this business? Um, I actually did used to teach uh, about a million years ago and realized how hard it is to um, get the pay that you need to like really be consistent. So it really becomes just kind of pennies on the dollars and you teach it because you love it. Um, and then just over time, as I continue to follow other instructors, I would see them trying to develop this model of going out on their own and just really having a hard time of doing it. So then they would end up having it in like basement churches or um, some other facilities that just weren't that nice. And when you're paying um, per class fees as a student, you like to go someplace where you're comfortable using the bathroom or being able to take a shower or change the, your clothes. And so we really want to be able to provide that kind of full boutique service for independent instructors. Well, that's great that you just mentioned that because I thought I, I didn't even think about the showering aspect of it. I obviously would think that there would be a bathroom there to use. But so you will have showers and changing rooms and things like that. Yep. So we're going to have two very nice bathrooms and a great shower as well. So for people who are running in before or after work, they'll be able to um, shower as necessary. That's great. I can think of some businesses or some people here right on the avenue, Kyle, that we've had before that didn't have studios to work out of. So this mm-hmm. sounds really 
really good for them. So tell us about any upcoming events you have. So on Monday, February the 19th, we have Michelle Obama's personal trainer coming in to teach a master class. So he's going to teach a group fitness class. It'll be mainly weight-based and body weight. Um, It's at 6 o'clock on that Monday from 6 to 7.30. So he's going to spend an hour teaching the class, but then he's going to give us 30 minutes of just Q&A. Wow. So you so get we a can have her to, arms by the end of the class. That's right. You can, <laughs> that, you can that's ask the default. those questions about how does she get so fit. And, um, yeah, so he'll be there for an additional 30 minutes just to ask answer questions. Everybody wants arms like Michelle Obama's. Everyone. Even, even some guys. Even yeah. men. <laughs> exactly. I mean, those yeah. are those are some amazing arms. So how much is this class? Do you know yet? Yes, of course. The class is $40. Okay. Um, it's just a drop-in class. Um, so this is a one-time, one of these specialty-type events. Yes. So he's not doing ongoing classes here. It's just a one-time class. Um, people can um, find out more about it at fitnesssnobstudio.com and register for the class. Um, people also often ask me about parking. So we have... Um, a very limited space right in front of the studio, but we are basically connected to Rhode Island Road just through some steps. So when you get off of Metro, you can come down steps, make a quick left, and the studio is right there. And then there's also parking at Rhode Island Road for only $2 an hour. Nice. And um, where exactly, what is the address of the studio? 617 Rhode Island Avenue, Northeast. So you you are right there in... Uh, you know, about where rush hour traffic starts to get thick, you know. Yeah, instead, right after 4th Street. Where instead, just pull in and get some fitness done. That's right? a great idea. Instead of hanging out and gnashing your teeth in traffic, just take care of yourself and take a class. Sounds like a good idea. I like that. So uh, your space is under construction now, right? Yes. And um, so you're looking at opening mid-February. Is that what you said? Yeah, we should be complete with construction early February. Um, our first main event is February 19th. Very good, very good. And, you know, this is um, this is a really interesting business model that you're rolling out. I, you know, this is kind of, isn't this the way salons do things where, like, they rent out a chair to the, yeah. the uh, stylist or the barber and, um, and, and then anything that the stylist makes is theirs? I think this is a really interesting yeah. concept. I think it it's is, both, too. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And the, the thing I like about it, we don't have anything like this in the area. We do have Planet Fitness, but you can't get any classes there. So this definitely fills that gap and that void. Mm-hmm. So you'll be seeing me definitely for the uh, Michelle Obama arms. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and bring friends. Yes, I will. And Kyle, friends. you're more than Absolutely. welcome to come. It's I not want, just I want for Michelle women. Obama arms. <laughs> and that's important. It's not just it's for not women. It's not just for women. No, it's really just class-based. And everybody takes classes now. So right. it's a boutique fitness studio. It's for men and women. And high-intensity interval training is a thing these yes, days. Yes, it is. And you can get uh, what the equivalent of an hour's worth of cardio in and half an hour yes. that way because it's it's so high intensity and much better for your cardio health see i pay attention i know <laughs> you do these kinds of things i know so that's great so i know that you're just opening up uh but do you have any hopes for what you want to see happen with your business in the next year or two or any other ideas for where you'd like to grow 
Yeah, so I'm hoping that in the next um, couple of months, right, we'll have more and more instructors getting on board. So when people go to the um, website now, they'll see that the schedule is very light, but we hope to get more um, instructors on board quickly and really build out um, really build out the schedule. And hopefully by the end of the year, we're so packed that we need to open another location. Girl, wouldn't that be so nice? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would All be. Right. Well, we'll uh, we'll be proud to launch you here on Rhode Island Avenue. R- launch the uh, the fitness snob empire here on Rhode Island Avenue. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for coming in today, Kevin, telling us about your business. But before you leave, please remind our listeners where they can find out information. Yep. Please visit us at fitnesssnobstudio.com. That's F I T N E S S S N O B. S-T-U-D-I-O dot com. Thank Perfect. you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kim. All right. So uh, for our second group of guests, we're going to follow in with the healthy theme <laughs> <laughs> because health is a state of mind, right? Um, so we've got the um, the team from Bring Your Own Cocktail here in the studio. Um, Shayla and Amanda, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Uh, so... Uh, bring your own cocktail based right here in Ward 5 in, uh, you guys are in Eckington, is that right? Yep, we're in Eckington at Mess Hall. All right. Um, and uh, tell us about, tell us about your business. Just, just start. It's- Either one of you. Okay, yes. so Bring Your Own Cocktail is a single serve craft cocktail company. We produce out of Mess Hall, um, right in the Eckington area. Uh, we use locally distilled spirits from the local distilleries here in D.C., um, fresh pressed juices, scratch made simple syrups for a touch of added sweetness. Um, and we sell those to a lot of the retailers locally in DC only right now, but we do have online sales. And so we're hoping to get into more on premise accounts like Shakespeare Theater carries us. Um, we just landed um, an account with Angelica over in Union Market. And so really anyone who is looking for an easy way to serve cocktails, we are that solution. So what type of cocktails are you making? So we have three staple flavors. We have our Sea Sweet Margarita. Um, that includes Don Chichu and Figley's Mandarin Orange liqueur. It's well-rounded, very delicious. We have our take on the Moscow Mule. It's our district mule, tons of fresh grated ginger, and it has a kick. And we do a Zen and Juice Cucumber. It's really refreshing, even goes with everything. Those we have all year, and then we rotate out seasonal flavors. So we just retired our basic bitch from the fall. Mm. It's a clear rum, pumpkin, baking spices, Our first cocktail that you can heat as well, so you can serve it warm. Mm. Super delicious. Um, We have new cocktails coming out for the spring, and then we'll revisit our summer cocktails as well. So we're driving everything based on seasonal produce. We want it to be fresh, refreshing, um, and to pair with what people are eating in the season. Any bourbon cocktails coming in the future? You can tell what my favorite is. (laughs) Sorry. So we are really excited to pair with a new distiller. More to come on that will be um, launching. But he has made four different types of whiskey for us that we are shelf life testing with and um, trying out a few different recipes. So absolutely. Ah, that sounds good. I'll be looking forward to that one. Shelf life testing. That that assumes that something is going to stay on the shelf. (laughs) These all sound delicious. How do they how do they even stay on anybody's shelf? Um, so how did you get the idea for this, Shayla? So I'm not a big beer and wine drinker, and so I like a well-rounded, delicious cocktail. And there wasn't anything that was kind of just on the shelf ready for you to go. We like to frequent happy hours and different 
uh, bars and restaurants throughout the city, but sometimes you just wanted to go home and have a nice cocktail <laughs> without putting in all the effort of making it yourself that night. Um, so Amanda and I had worked together in her previous jobs, and so she was drinking a fresh pressed juice one day. I walked past her office, and it kind of just a light bulb went off, and it was just like, what if we take that same concept of the fresh pressed juice, have fresh pressed citrus, scratch made simple serves, nice quality liquor, and make this ready to drink cocktail where you could kind of take it and enjoy it whenever. Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat it. There's nothing like this. I'm also like you, Shayla. I am not a beer or wine drinker. Not really. I really like a nice cocktail, nice, well-balanced cocktail. And uh, you can get this. You know, I had your product at the Metro Cooking Show. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, how we found you all. And it's really nice to be able to have that and, and not to ha- always have all of the, I am a mixologist on the side, you know, just at home <laughs> making good, fun cocktails. But sometimes I might not have any, uh, well, I always have sugar, but I might not have bitters or something that I need. And so to be able to have this right on hand. Well, and it's great if you're headed to a dinner party. I go to parties and I bring the 10th bottle of red wine and the hostess doesn't even realize that you've brought it. And so if you bring a four pack of these, whether you're headed to a friend's or if you're hosting yourself, everyone can have the spirit they want, right? So you don't have to make mint simple syrup and Ah. have fresh grated ginger, right? You can really play to the taste and the palates of all of your friends. And so that's a really great way to do it as well. So these come in single serves? Yep. Yep. Um, So what a great way to stock your bar so you don't have to, you know, not only so you don't have to make all that, the simple syrups and all that, but, I mean, good quality stuff. That right. It's just going to impress the heck out of your guests. Yeah, my fr- uh, friend hosts all the time. He's throwing great par- parties, and what he does, he doesn't let his guests know that they're <laughs> even packaged cocktails. He just pours it in a really cute glass, ah. cute garnish, and they think he spent all day making them delicious cocktails. Nice. <laughs> so you just pour them all in a pitcher. Maybe, do you sell, sell them in larger bottles? So we don't do the larger bottles for retail. We are um, introducing the larger bottle for our on-premise account. So like the Shakespeare Theater, um, the Angelica Theater, and some of the bars have requested the bigger bottle so they could use it. And so that's where we'll introduce the bigger bottle. For the consumer, they really like the portability of the single serves, and so we'll stick with that for them for now. That's very nice. I mean, for like a picnic or a... a... Right. And we package in plastic with that in mind, that Mm -hmm. you can take it anywhere, glass-free zones, the pool, the beach, if you're headed on a boat for the day kayaking um it's a great solution to that so where can people find your products so we're located in 20 stores throughout dc you can check our website um where to buy around here we're in wardman wine over by catholic university we're in batch 13 on 14th street divines in columbia heights which is everyone's favorite um bloomingdale wine and spirits I Street Cellars, Harry's Reserve. Oh, wow. Um, so quite a few places. Yes. If okay. we're not where you buy, tell them you won't bring your own cocktail. <laughs> yes. All right. So, you know, I have to volunteer myself to be on your next taste testing. Yes. You know, I, I will do that since you all are You are neighbor. so selfless. I am. I am. I am. So do you look to expand to, like, maybe simple syrups or bitters or anything in the future? I know you all just opened maybe about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Is that right? Yeah, so we envision kind of bring your own cocktail as like this whole mega brand that kind of answers any type of 
question or or bartending service that you may need. So eventually we want to do like this um, simple syrup line and the bitters line and even have like our own glasses and stuff like that. But right now we are very much concentrated on just pushing, um, pushing the beverage. Um, it is a new concept. People don't really understand how this whole single serve ready to drink, you know, cocktail works. Sometimes we're confused for just the mixer or That's what I initially thought. Or like a I wine cooler yeah. and it's totally different from anything like that. So that's our focus right now and that's where we're going to build the brand from, but yes, in the future we definitely see um, a need for that and see the company growing into something like that. That's great. So remind our listeners where they can find you all online. So we're at BYOCocktail.com. And if you follow us on Instagram, same handle, at BYOCocktail, and that's Facebook and Twitter as well. We're always out in the community doing events, hosting parties, pairing up with people. We have some big events coming up for 2018. So if you follow us on Instagram, we'll have it all posted there as well. Great. Well, thank you, Shayla and Amanda, for coming to join us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Kyle, very interesting. Our panel today, all women, all women businesses. I love that. Me too. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. We will be back next week with some some more great guests. Uh, Off to a great 2018 Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See ya.